You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, are you struggling to build visibility and reach, let alone engagement and that all-important know, like, and trust with your ideal client? Maybe you're sharing posts on social media, you've created blog posts and you're doing that consistently. Perhaps you're even getting out of your comfort zone and creating videos and maybe even worked up some courage to do some Facebook lives, but no one's commenting. And guess what? You are frustrated, you're confused, and you're about to give up. Now, if this sounds like you, stick around because today I'm going to share the one thing that you must do before you start creating all of that great content. I'm going to talk about two of my go-to tools, which I highly recommend you do as part of that one thing, and also how to incorporate what you've learned into your content so that you can begin building a relationship, a deeper relationship with your ideal clients. So stick around. But before we dive into all of that good stuff, I just want to do a shout out to Carolyn Mose, and she is the spending planner. She's known as the spending planner. I'm shouting out to Carolyn because she left a comment on the latest episode, episode five, Time Poor, four steps to instantly free up your time in your business. And she said, great advice, Anne-Marie. Thank you. You are so welcome, Carolyn. Thank you for leaving a comment. I really do appreciate it. Now, Carolyn's one of my clients, actually. She's in my Money Marketing and Mindset Mastermind, and she's also going through my Podcasting with Purpose course. And one of the things that I'm so impressed about when it comes to Carolyn and her approach and her attitude is that she just gets into action. She just gets into action. And that's one of the things that we always need to do in business is just continue to get into action on the right tasks, the right processes so that we can continue to grow our business. So it's an honor to be able to support you, Carolyn, and thank you for uh, for your comment. I'm really looking forward to actually hearing Carolyn on her own podcast. Of course, her topic is money, money mindset, and creating that sense of freedom when it comes to money. And it's such an important one. So thanks again, Carolyn. Remember, if you leave a comment either on iTunes or you leave a comment on one of the posts, I'm going to do a shout out to you in a future episode. So look forward to that. Now, just a heads up, speaking of podcasting and launching your own podcast, my next in-person podcast workshop is on June the 26th with the July workshop, a virtual one. So to find out more details, go over to podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash workshop. And now on to today's topic. Almost daily, I'm asked by change makers and aspiring thought leaders 
how do I attract a global audience? How do I get my message out on a global scale? How do I get more impact and reach and grow my visibility? Now, these are all really important questions and one that many change makers and aspiring thought leaders struggle with. You want to know what my response is? Speak to an audience of one. Speak to an audience of one. That's because so often we can get caught up focusing on the numbers. That includes the size of our email list. I mean, how many ads do you see across Facebook? Grow your email list, grow your email list. Now, of course, your email list, your database and building a relationship with people on your database is very important. But if we get caught up in the numbers and just focus on that, it can derail us. Something else that we often really focus on, which we shouldn't be, and that's the number of connections across our social media accounts. How many people are following you on Instagram? How many people are following you on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or any social media platform? Focusing on the numbers, those vanity numbers is something we should not do. Our podcast downloads, how many downloads have we had? Now, while our goal may be to influence as many people on a global scale, if we focus only on vanity numbers, we're going to get stuck and it's not the best approach. So you want to know what you should be focusing on instead, what your ideal client is struggling with, what keeps her up at night, what does she truly desire, what does she dream about and ultimately what's the solution that you offer that'll help her to achieve her dream and then craft a message that speaks hope and possibility into the conversations that she's having with those around her and the conversation that she has when she's on her own when no one else is around and guess what when you do that's when she's going to listen that's when she's going to want to learn more from you and that's when she'll reach out to you when you invite her to have a conversation and when you continue to do that Every single day, when you focus on your audience of one, that is when you'll start to see your message having an impact. That's when you'll see that you'll have an increase of the number of people who start to comment, who start to engage, who start to reach out to you, because that's what making a difference, one message at a time, one person at a time truly means. And that is one of my mottos, making a difference, one message at a time and one person at a time. And when you get your message right, that audience of one will expand and it'll expand globally. Now, if you're asking yourself, Anne-Marie, or you're saying to yourself, Anne-Marie, that's all well and good, but how do I speak to an audience of one? I'm sharing my message, but no one's engaging with my content. Here are some steps that I want you to go through. Now, first step is research, 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 and it's key. And don't roll your eyes. I know that you might have rolled your eyes, but it is so very important. And even if you think that you've done some research already, can I encourage you to go and do some more? But what I do want you to do is go back through the last 30 days of content that you have shared across all of your social media platforms and start to monitor which posts got any likes, got comments and got shares. And in fact, what a really good idea is to do is to create a spreadsheet and then make a note of these three things, the topic that you were sharing and that you were speaking about. Secondly, how many likes and shares and, and comments that were made? And then thirdly, you might want to make a note of the comment that was left on the post. 
particularly the words and the phrases that they use, that the, you know, the people who left the comment used. This is so important. It's doing research and you want to make sure you capture it somewhere and in a place where you can easily access it again. You might even, if there were a number of different comments that you think, goodness, this really did spark some engagement and some comments, leave a link to that original post so that you can go back and find it really easily as you're going through that spreadsheet. Why are you doing this? It's, it is so important because often what we do is that we ignore the engagement, even if it was minimal that we did receive, because what we do is we look at all of our content as a whole. Now, I remember when I was in my career consulting practice and I'd be working with someone who hated their job and they wanted to find a job that they loved. And when I'd ask them what they specifically disliked about their job, they'd say everything, hate everything about my job. So what I did, my role as their coach, was to question them a little bit further, dive a little bit deeper. And as we started to look at some of the functions in their job, some of the, the circumstances that were happening and, and just some of the things in their day-to-days, we realized or they realized that it wasn't everything that they hated, but just a number of key things. And what happened is over a number of time, you know, over, over a specific amount of time, all of these things that they didn't like overshadowed the tasks they did enjoy. And what we did going through that process was reminding themselves that, hey, I, I actually do enjoy those. And then along with some more self, um, you know, self-awareness tools, we were able to then identify what they did enjoy and look for opportunities in environments and obviously a role that did entail the tasks that they enjoyed more so, so that they could start to feel fulfilled, motivated and appreciated in their roles. So why I'm sharing this with regards to your content is that so often we can look at our content as a whole, as I mentioned earlier, and think, you know, none of that worked. I'm just going to throw that out and start again. But if we dive a little bit deeper, there were some posts, there were some comments that you shared, there were some things, some whether it be some quotes or just articles that you wrote that did get some feedback, even if it was just one or two people or even one person. Remember, that can really give you some indication as to what you need to dive deeper into and the more of the content that you want to share. So research, 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 go back through the last 30 days of content that you shared and start documenting those so that you can use that information in one of the last steps that I want to share. Okay, so the second step is to start to observe the conversations that other people are having on social media. But what you do want to be mindful of is that the topics that they're talking about are relative to the specific area of your expertise. And then make a note of the things that people say that they're struggling with when it comes to that area that you know you can help them with. So there may be some business groups or some groups on Facebook that you can start observing just the conversations. Maybe someone else who's working in your industry has asked a really good question. There's a conversation going on and you make a note of some of the responses and the replies that you start to become aware of. How are people describing what they're struggling with? What are the words specifically that they're using? And then make a note of that in that spreadsheet. Make a note, just standard note of the key phrases, the keywords that they're using. This is gold, golden nuggets of information that you are uh, identifying, the insights that you're going to incorporate later on in, in the next subsequent steps. Now, 
If you find that there are no conversations and if you find that, dig deeper, go find other groups. But if you've done your research and you think, you know what, the information that I'm trying to observe is just not here, then guess what? You create the question. So you might ask something along the lines of, you know, what's the biggest question you have around and then obviously fill in your particular topic. You know, when I started observing and asking questions about podcasting, I'd ask the question, you know, what's the biggest question you have around starting a podcast? And the most common response that I got was, where do I start? And in actual fact, it's probably still one of the most commonly asked questions, which is why in the marketing copy of my Profitable Podcasting Workshop, I say uh, something along the lines of, you know, you get a step-by-step idea to launch podcast checklist so you know exactly where to start and the steps you need to take to get your podcast launch. Now, I didn't just pick those words or that the title out of my head, so to speak. I did some research first and then incorporated them into the languaging, into the titles and into the marketing copy. So start off as, you know, observing those questions that your ideal client is having online. Go out to the places where they're hanging out and just start to have a bit of a, a look at what they're talking about and make a note of those responses in the spreadsheet. So again, you can easily find and refer to them when you need it and when you're starting to write your copy. Now, the third step is another tool that I learned from one of my mentors, and this is Amazon. Go to Amazon, but specifically the book area and search for books that uh, write about or that speak about your specific topic and then go and have a look at the comments that people leave. Now, the comments that people leave, specifically what they were struggling with, what were some of the ahas they had? And again, you just want to make a note of some of the comments that are similar or creating a theme that you think, oh, this is gold. You know, this is actually, yes, what a lot of my ideal clients are talking about. And again, make a note of those. Now, I recall doing this exercise quite a number of years ago, and I used a lot of the language the keywords and the key phrases in my entire sales page for my Breakthrough Your Money Dramas e-course. I used the common keywords. I used the common phrases that people had left in the book comments, especially in the area of where they were struggling. And I did that because I wanted to make sure that the message on my sales page spoke specifically into those areas. So you're not plagiarizing anything. This is not copy that you are taking off someone else's website. No, no. What you're doing is you're having a look at the feedback, the comments that people who have read the book, so your ideal clients who have read that book and you're using some of the keywords and the phrases that they've used to describe their problems, their challenges, and ultimately what they gain. Because I'm assuming that some of the topics that you're talking about, your expertise is going to give them those results. And more importantly, some of the clients that you've worked with are also stating these things. Because quite often, again, our clients will say things and we don't really take that and incorporate that into our marketing message. So start observing the conversations and the comments that people are leaving on Amazon. If I think back to my Breakthrough Your Money Dramas e-course, there were a couple of phrases that people mentioned that really stuck out. So one of them was, I used to lie awake at night worrying about money, but now blah, 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 you know, so obviously they had some results. Um, another one was, I work hard 
I work hard and I just don't know why I can't make more money. So those two phrases stood out for me. So two of my opening heading statements on my Breakthrough Your Money Dramas e-course, the headings was, do you lay awake at night worrying about money or wonder what's stopping you from making more money despite all of your hard work? So you see that I used those comments that I read on the comments on Amazon They'd, they'd purchased a book around money mindset. They read it and these were things that really stood out. So I, I borrowed those and I incorporated that, tweaked them a bit and, and incorporated that into um, the sales page. By the way, just a side note, if you're struggling with your money mindset and you'd love to break through your money dramas, highly recommend you go through the course um, bit.ly forward slash breakthrough money drama, bit.ly forward slash breakthrough money drama. Okay, another tool. So this is step number four, another tool answerthepublic.com answerthepublic.com I mentioned it in episode four the bonus episode of my podcast series if you haven't already accessed that go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series but what you do is when you go to answerthepublic.com enter the keyword. So keyword that's your area of expertise for me I, I might put in uh podcasting or the exercise that I use was content marketing because podcasting is a great way to build content, isn't it? When people are uh, content marketing. So I put that phrase in the, the search bar, the get questions, and then you press enter and it comes up with a plethora of information that relates specifically to your keyword. So what you want to start doing is doing some research. What are some things that are coming up? What are some popular things um, that come up in my area of expertise that answer the public, those results can give you some really great wordings, terminologies, sentences to put together. Now, for instance, when I did type that phrase content marketing, I had over 91 questions such as, I won't list them all, but just a few, why content marketing is important, why content marketing matters, why content marketing fails, why it works, why content marketing is king, why content marketing is effective. So using those examples and a few others, I incorporated or could if I wanted to uh, incorporate into a heading that I might do a Facebook Live or even an article or even a podcast. So I could create one that says, you know, what are recent content? content marketing trends or which content marketing is best or content marketing and podcasting, the how-tos and what mistakes to avoid. So you see, when you start to do some research using this tool, answerthepublic.com, you find other questions and phrases that are quite popular and are being searched and you use those and incorporate those into your headings and into your content because when you do you will start speaking to that audience of one and you can be guaranteed that when that audience of one shows real interest and gives you great feedback and you start to incorporate that even more purposefully and intentionally into your content your audience will grow it just happens remember the aim of this content is to provide answers to the questions that your prospective customer is looking for keywords and phrases that they're using as part of their search and I want to leave you with one more tip the fifth tip and I've already hinted to this before ask if you're unsure about what your ideal client is struggling with ask them you know you might go to a group on Facebook 
Or even if you're at a networking event and you know that this particular person is your ideal client, ask him or her. You might say something like, you know, what's your biggest struggle that you have around and then fill in your topic? What's one thing that would stop you from and then fill in your topic? For instance, what's the biggest struggle you have with podcasting? What's the one thing that would stop you from launching your podcast? What's one thing that would stop you from doing Facebook marketing or Facebook ads? If you're a Facebook ad specialist, fill in that topic and start asking and make a note somewhere where you can go back and access it easily and find it. Make a note of their responses because that is the information you want to start weaving in to your copy, into your headlines, into your titles. And so that really, I'm already hinting, what do I do with this information, Anne-Marie? What am I going to do with these words and with these phrases? Start weaving them into your social media posts, your conversations, and just keep tweaking them until you see your engagement increasing. Social media posts are such a great way to be able to get feedback as to whether you're on the right, you know, you're on the right path or not because of the engagement that you get you know and sometimes randomly I'll post something and I'll think I won't get much engagement at all and all of a sudden all of these questions uh, and comments and and uh, you know likes and loves and all of that are happening so again just get out there start tweaking sharing your message asking really great questions and you'll get some great great feedback from your ideal client of information that you know that you can then incorporate into your copy. For instance, I know many of my ideal clients would love to build their reach and visibility, but they feel like the world's best kept secret. They feel invisible, so they're looking for a podcast to help them, but they are concerned about whether to start, about where to start, and if a podcast is going to help them generate more opportunities and clients. Now, that's why I've called my podcasting masterclass, which is a free webinar, How to Create a Profitable podcast. And it's why I've called my in-person podcasting workshop from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast. It's also the name of my book. Funny that, isn't it? It's incorporating words and phrases that I know my ideal client relates to and resonates with because that's what she's saying to herself and what she desires. So how do you use them? You use them, incorporate them into your titles, the headings of your articles, incorporate them into the titles of your programs, the headings and the titles of your podcast, uh, the posts that you share on social media, the conversations that you start, the questions that you ask, incorporate them everywhere, those words and phrases, and then see, start to see whether that is going to increase engagement and continue tweaking them. And when you do start to get engaged, then you know that you are on track and continue to really speak that language across everything that you do. All right, here's the call to action. Over to you. Block out time in your diary to start doing some research. Select one or more of those tools that I mentioned. So that's answerthepublic.com or Amazon. Find books that relate to your specific topic and have a look at the comments that people have left that author. But what I do want you to do is to let me know 
publicly that you're committing to that. Because once you've stated this publicly, guess what? You'll have far more chance of doing it. So go and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. Let me know which you're going to do and that you're committing to it. By the way, if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast player so that you'll be the first to know when the next show is published. I can't wait to hear the results that you are going to get through doing this, through observing, through researching, and then incorporating that language and the keywords and the phrases into your copy, into the titles, across everything that you do. So you can start to talk to that audience of one and that audience of one will continue to grow globally as you make a much bigger impact in the lives of your ideal client. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Want to learn how to leverage your expertise, monetize your message, while become known as an authority in your field? Access our free Industry Thought Leader Podcast series to show you how at www.annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series. That's annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series.